0: If you try and negotiate with your eating disorder, it will win, I promise. Because it knows what you want is in your brain. (laughs) It already knows what it's got to say to make you do what it wants. So the only option is to absolutely not negotiate, not think about it, just eat. You are listening to the Eating Disorders Recovery Podcast with me, Tabitha Farrar. Hiya. So today I'm going to elaborate a little bit on a blog post that I wrote a couple of weeks ago, I think I published it, on binge eating in during eating disorder recovery. And so I can only really speak from my own experience to this, um, although I have obviously now at this point worked with quite a few people who have suffered from eating disorders as well, so I guess their experiences also weigh into um, the advice that I give. Um, I'm not a professional, I'm just a recovered sufferer. And um, one thing that seems to be clear um, in people with anorexia and other eating disorders is that they experience binge eating um, when they go into recovery. I mean, I certainly did, and I wrote about this extensively in my book. Um, Now I actually consider it to be a pretty normal phase of eating disorder recovery. So if you think about what's happening... Your body's been starved for a really long time. It, in the case of mine, I mean, my body didn't have sufficient nutrients and it was very underweight for 10 years. And so then when I actually started to eat, it was like the floodgates opened. You know, my body was just like, oh, my God, bring it all in. I'm so starving, you know, it, um, and so I would binge eat. And, you know, if you think about it in what happens when you haven't had something for a long time, you haven't experienced something for a long time, if you haven't even seen a person for a long time, you kind of go crazy when you get to see them. And that's a little bit what the body does when we start to eat again. You know, um, so if I go on holiday and I'm away for a couple of weeks and I come back, um, my little dog goes absolutely berserk. She's all over me. For at least an hour, she won't even leave my side. She's jumping all over me. She's barking. She's licking me. She's crazy, crazy, crazy. And then once she realizes that I'm not going to go away again and that I'm there for a while, she settles down. And then, you know, within a couple of days, she barely even looks up from the couch when I come in. No kidding. She's just like, you again, and goes back to sleep, little wretch. But it gets a bit like that with food. Um... When you start eating in recovery, the body goes berserk because it's like, oh, my God, I haven't had food forever. And I need it all. I need it all because I'm starving. I need so much food and it wants to eat. But it's not quite as easy as the little dog when you're in recovery because you've still got this eating disorder in your head. So the eating disorder tries to sabotage everything. And it does that by absolutely freaking out when you actually eat. When you binge it goes mad afterwards, you know, it throws all of these guilt feelings at you and it tells you that you have to run a hundred miles tomorrow in order to run off what you've just eaten, and you're not allowed to eat anything tomorrow in order to make up for all that you've just eaten right now, because that was disgusting what you ate. And that's what mine used to say anyway. So the next day what would happen is I would wake up and I would go running and then I wouldn't eat. And I wouldn't eat because you know, I, I kind of binge ate last time I ate, and I was scared of doing that again. And my eating disorder is giving me a horrible time, so I didn't eat the next day. And then what would happen is, then I'd binge again because my body would just go, "Wait a minute, hey, hold on, we food was you were eating that? No game, no game. Like you, you're gonna eat, and the body would just then, you know, I'd lose, um, I'd just lose the um, ability to when I did eat." eat a regular amount i would completely go crazy eat the whole fridge and then guess what cycle continues the next day eating disorders going berserk at me so i run and i don't eat and then it just go. this went on with me not just for weeks not just for months this went on for years and that was terrible Very difficult time. It's just, it actually is like, you know, they use the, the cliche term roller coaster. I mean, it actually really is like that because you're going through this cycle of, you know, restriction where the eating disorder is telling you you're great you're doing really well and that's kind of a bit of a high and you get on this mental high as well because that's what happens when we're starving and then you go on this roller coaster like screaming downhill, where you just lose it and eat everything and your body's saying yeah thank you and your eating disorder is going no and then it starts all over again it really is like that up and down it's so hard to get off that ride because do you know what? the only way of getting off that ride is eating the day after, and not exercising. I'd like to put in that I do think that restraining from all types of exercise when you are underway and recover from an eating disorder is one of the key things, because I think you should consider exercise as much as a symptom of the eating disorder as not eating. So if if you go running the next day, then that's exactly the same as skipping a meal, and um, you know should do as well as I hope you do as well as I do right now. The, the only way to get rid of your eating disorder is to get weight restored. And running and skipping meals is not going to do that. It's not going to help you get there. And this is, I'm, I'm not going to lie, this, this is incredibly hard. It takes a lot of mental strength and willpower to get up the next day after a binge or the afternoon, or whatever it is, whenever it was, and just then eat your meals as normal. It, it, it's, it's incredibly hard, but if I did it, anyone can, I can tell you that. And um, so one day I did that. Um, my binges always came at night, and I'd never binge during the day. I'd restrict during the day, binge at night. And um, one day, I just, I I don't know how I got... The strength to do it, but I got up and I was like, "You're gonna eat breakfast today. You're gonna eat breakfast at normal, as normal. You, I can't keep doing this. You have to eat breakfast." And I ate breakfast. And by the way, a little bit of a clause in there: I don't give a shit if you're hungry or not. You're gonna eat breakfast. Like hunger at, at this point, this doesn't even come into your it. Like if you're sticking to this structured meal time, three meals and three snacks a day, hungry or not, that's what you're gonna eat. That's just the rule that you have to make. If you if you feel hungry, let's think of that as a bonus. But if you're not hungry, you eat anyway. And I wasn't hungry that morning. I mean. I'd eaten the whole fridge the night before, so why would I be? But I wasn't hungry, but I knew that I had to break the cycle. And I knew that the only way to break the cycle was to get up and eat my breakfast. So I got up and I ate my breakfast. And I did not go for the run that I wanted to go. And every, every inch of my body wanted to go for a run. Every cell was screaming at me that I should go for a run. And I had to sit there and eat my breakfast. And then I had to eat my mid-morning snack. And then I had to eat my lunch. And then I had to eat my mid-afternoon snack. And then I had to eat my dinner. And then I had to eat my post-dinner snack. And then if I remember correctly, I actually then went on and binge ate that evening as well. And then I had to get up the next day, but I didn't binge eat as much, I'll put that in there. And then I had to get up the next day and I had to eat my breakfast and I had to eat my snack and I had to eat my lunch and I had to eat my snack and I had to eat my dinner and I had to eat my snack. And guess what? Every night, the binge got drastically smaller until, I, I mean, I think it was only for me a matter of weeks after years of battling with this, a matter of weeks. And I just suddenly one night didn't binge eat anymore. It's like my body was like, all right, you're eating regularly. Can't trust you <laughs> to eat regularly. I don't have to go Berserk whenever I get the chance. I, you know, it, it, my body had turned into that little dog when the owner's coming home every night. It was like, you know, food could be on the table at night. I'd be like, hey, yeah, food, great. I get food. I get food regularly, so I don't need to go crazy. Like I'm never going to get it again when it's there. And that's what worked. You know, that's that's what worked for me. And I can say that I have not binge eaten now for oh uh, must be five years um since what i consider to be proper full recovery weight restored and also eating regularly um for a number of years and i have not binge eaten ever since i really made that decision to just try and break that cycle by eating through it you have to eat through it that's the only way to do it you've got to eat through that cycle and um As I said, that's not easy, but I know that once you've made the decision that you're going to eat through that cycle, I know that you can do it. you just got to get up and you don't think about it. You don't, you just don't indulge in the eating disorder thoughts because... The eating disorder that morning or whenever it is after the binge, you know, it is gonna try every trick in the book. And the unfortunate advantage that eating disorder has is that it's in your brain, it's in your head. So it knows your it knows your buttons to push, it knows what it can say to upset you and make you do what it wants. And so the key to that is actually just it's it's like, you know, that crazy little sister that you're just like, shut up, I'm not listening to you that when she's trying to bug you. Or your big brother that's poking you with a stick and you're like, I'm not gonna rise to it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen to you. That's what you have to do with your eating disorders. like, nope, not listening, not listening, not listening, not listening. And um, because if you indulge and if you try and negotiate with it, we don't negotiate with terrorists and we don't negotiate with eating disorders. If you try and negotiate with your eating disorder, it will win, I promise. Because it knows what you want is in your brain. <laughs> it already knows what it's got to say to make you do what it wants. So the only option is to absolutely not negotiate, not think about it, just eat, just do that. And... Um, if you make that decision and if you're able to stay in that single track minded, all I've got to focus on this day is eating my meals as usual. That is my one mission of the day. If anything else happens, that's great. But that's the one mission of the day. That's what you've got to focus on to get you through this. Um so I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. If you have any questions, then don't hesitate to ask me them. It's info at Um I really enjoy answering your questions on these things. And sometimes I think it's easier to hear it spoken through because eating things are sort of messy. It's not single track. And, you know, we don't all run through the same paths. That's absolutely sure. But there are enough similarities in all of us and the way that we process eating disorders and the way that we recover from them that I'm pretty confident that telling you to eat your way through the binge eating cycle is going to get you out the other side. Cheers. And until next time, cheerio.